You are now entering the fifth dimension. Welcome back, fellow weirdos, to yet another installment of the Fifth Dimension Podcast. My name is Juan, and over there is my co-host and forever my brother. You know him, Luis. Yo, what's up, you fucking weirdos? Uh, how are you guys doing? Y'all keeping it easy or keeping it sleazy? Maybe both? I don't know. <laughs> you have to define sleazy now, Luis. So what, what does sleazy mean to you? Uh, I guess just fucking taking it to chill, man. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, well, definitely, definitely taking it easy taking on this chill, end. Taking okay. it chill to the next level. <laughs> well, definitely taking it easy on this end, for sure. For me, I mean, there's nothing like taking it chill, man. Um, if, if there's anything I'd like to do is to do nothing. Yeah? Uh, yeah. Fuck yeah. And uh, I wanted to ask you, so what, what do you do to unwind, man? What, do you, what does Juan do to relax and recharge his battery? Ooh, that that is a so th- this question is kind of loaded on two fronts because there's the dad me that yeah. does things on the weekends and then there's me me that does 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 things in the weekends. So it depends. Uh, when I'm with the with the little ones with the kiddos, uh, weekend stuff looks like a little bit of light hiking, downtown exploration, movies, uh, going to Denver. Like I took the kids this morning to go see uh, Elements or Elemental, Ooh. Elemental, uh, but Disney Pixar. And then uh, yesterday we went to Old Town Fort Collins for the Brick Fest that Javi wanted to go to. So that was fun. But without the kiddos, I'm more a little bit more like uh, a little bit of video gaming sessions early in the morning and late into the evening. Uh, movies in between. Uh, uh, Definitely. How was that movie, by the way? Elemental. Which one? Um, Elemental? Yeah, I that it, was. I heard it bombed in the box office. So I Bro, I, I don't. I don't see the hate that it got. It was a good movie. Um, and I think I think that my main criticism, my only criticism, right, is that uh, Elemental it made an effort to try to portray the immigrant experience. So there were moments in there where I was like, "Damn, you know." I saw moments of dad in in the movie. I saw moments of mom in the movie, where they had to really compromise and try to make their way in a in a in a space that wasn't designed for them. And uh, so it made me think about that. Um, toward the end of the film, not gonna lie to you, it, it was a little bit of a tearjerker. Uh, cause, uh, uh, so the theme of the movie is it places the weight of, of, uh, immigrant parents and their expectations of the first generation kids, uh, first generation yeah. Americans. Uh, I remember, dude, I, I don't know if this is how you felt. I remember dad had these big visions about starting a business and, and really cutting his own little corner of the world for himself. And, uh, when we expressed that we, that we didn't align in that vision, like, uh, I remember feeling sad because it was like, oh, we're not living up to his expectations. But finding out later is like he's always been supportive of like, I've, I've always just wanted you guys to grow, grow on your own and find your own, do your own thing. Yeah. Yeah. On that note, I always thought when we told him like, hey, we don't want to follow your shoes. Right. And we told him, I mean, because he showed us what ever since we were little. Right. He'd, he'd always take us uh, every Saturday to go work with him. Oh yeah, yeah. Try to show oh, yeah. the ropes, like, hey, this is what I do. This is what you should learn. Mm-hmm. And up until what, uh, the end of what, junior, senior year? Yeah, yeah. Junior year, he'd be like, uh, he'd take us, uh, he'd take us to his job, and he'd be like, hey, I got this project for you guys. Do this for me. Yeah. And there's a lot of luck, like, a bunch of welding projects, right? Yeah. And at one point, we're like, hey, you know what? We, we love to help you, but this is not us, man. Yeah. <laughs> I could see it in his eyes. He's like, hmm. Uh, like he was kind of disappointed that nobody wanted to take up the mantle of, you know, a metal worker or something like that. But I think in the end he understood, right? In, yeah. In the end, in later years he understood. But yeah, man, I could see that. I could see that. Absolutely. Uh, so again, that's with, with the kiddos. A movie, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. phenomenal movie. Uh, definitely slept on for sure. Uh, even though people saying it's bomb, it bombed. It just a lot of people didn't connect with the immigrant theme. I think that's that's just my opinion. It's too uh, woke. Probably it, it, that's what more than likely happened. Is just that people didn't connect with it. I I felt a very strong connection to this movie just because of the themes and the story at the very end. Oh man, oh that was a strong connection. Yeah. But yeah, man, that's that's what the kiddos. That's what I do is watch uh, movies. Without the kiddos, 
it's more of the the more uh, adult crowd uh, themed movies like this upcoming weekend. Uh, Oppenheimer just released this past weekend, so I would really want to go watch it this upcoming weekend. And uh, you know, heavier hiking. I think uh, with the kids, I know their limits of where they can hike up to. For yeah. me, it's understanding my own limits uh, and wanting to go a little bit up further in a, in a mountain anywhere just to get lost for a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then basketball for sure, man. You know me, uh, basketball all the way. But uh, that that's enough about me, man. What about you? What do you like to do to unwind? Well, I'm kind of a fucking homebody, man. I, oh, for I'd sure. Really, I'd really like nothing more than to just stay at home, chill, read a damn good book, and fucking just be inspired. Uh, maybe to write some fucking short stories on the laptop or something, or you know, be inspired to do something else. Uh, maybe play on the guitar a little bit. But I, I really don't like. I really don't like going out in public much anymore. I, I really no? Just, oh no. Um, I, I'd rather again. I'd rather just. I'd rather just stay home. I'd rather just stay home. Understandable. Understandable. Um, so, I mean, if you're more of a homebody, uh, so for those of you who don't who don't know in the audience, Luis is our composer and the music writer for our intro music that you heard earlier. Uh, so, Luis, are you just like riffing on the guitar, just kind of learning chords? What, what are you doing with the guitar, man? Um. Well, I'm I'm below. I consider myself below novice, and even below, below novice. Yeah, for me, those I'm just messing around with the chords, you know, with the uh, with the chords, with the uh, the guitar. It's just more of a little interest, little hobby. But I'm not really in, I'm, I'm not really that good, right? I'm I'm not that good. I, I will say that right now. I I you know I dabble here and there with it. I like to mess with the chords. I like to play the guitar a little bit, a little bit of some picking, some strumming, but that's pretty much it, right? Um, but I like to keep to myself, and I and I like it, and I like it that way. And I hope I can keep it that way, just because I, I really hate going out in public. Um, I mean, like even today, Rosie's like, "Hey, let's go. I want to go do some shopping." And I was like, "You know what? I'll go with you because I just want to, you know, I want to get out of the house just for a little bit. Go with you." Yeah. And man, as soon as I said that, we go out there. First of all. The fucking heat is awful. <laughs> the heat is awful everywhere, uh, man. The heat, heat is awful. I mean, if if, if, if people are not convinced by climate change by now, yeah. this heat should should change people's minds. So it's a fucking 108 degrees or something. I'm like, God damn, that's strike number one, right? Right. Uh, right, right. Strike number two is goddamn fucking other drivers. Uh, you know, <laughs> fucking nuts out here, man. And uh, it's like... Where the where the fuck is everybody going in such a fucking high rate of speed? Like where 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 do you? <laughs> I see these cars that buy us. I was like, God damn, bro, what the fuck? Where are you going? Where they're in such a hurry? Where yeah? Where are you going? Why are you in such a hurry? Sorry, but I, um, I, I yeah, think that's a, yeah. So that's strike two, strike three. I get I got in public and this just and this is a me thing, right? I got this is you know everybody knows me by now. Fucking hater. To the bone, a master hater. Damn, Fuck damn. Um, I know how to hate, but you know, I get there, and immediately I just see uh, a large group of people, and I just I can't do it anymore, man. Ah. There's something about a large group of people, uh, hearing them talk, overlapping voices. Uh, I guess I get I get overstimulated really quickly. I guess. Mm. And um, I, yeah. But I, but I, you know, I, I did my best because you know Rosie wanted to be out and about, and I did my best just to hold it in and just kind of, yeah, yeah, know, yeah, plow forward. Oh, for those who don't know, my brother Luis, uh, from when I known him, uh, very, very young. You're we're only a year apart. Uh, You've known you, me all my life, bro. I've known you all your life. Uh, I think one thing that we do know that's consistent about you is how deep and knowledgeable you are about topics, but that. Uh, that social aspect of you is you you have a very like your fuse is very short with people like you you we want to cut through the bullshit and just get the thing done is is what i'm trying to say i think for the most part yeah i mean even when we were younger right when we were kids my my fuse was even shorter and i think it's i've grown to i've grown and realized that you know patience is a virtue and that listening to others is great, but God damn, 
if it doesn't drain you. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it, it does take energy to listen. And uh, mom likes to joke. I, I was talking to her the other day that I, I stole everybody's patience, basically, is that uh, Pretty much. I, I absorbed all the patience of this world. Uh, and that's to also my detriment, because I could be patient about something. The gentle and... giant, everyone. <laughs> but it also works against me, right? Like, if uh, if an order is a, an hour late, I'll be like, oh, forgiving. Uh, give it another hour. And and where somebody else would have been like, hey, this is taking too damn long. Like this is ridiculous. So there there is a there is a takeaway there, right? It, it could yeah. it could ultimately harm you if you're too too patient. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, being but a home. See, listen, yeah, listen, yeah, yeah, listen, yeah, listen. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like to be a homebody, and when I'm out and about, I need to back. I need to come back and recharge, right? Yeah. And for me, that's like I said, going home, getting a good book, and just chilling mm-hmm. out. That's what I like to do, you know, right? Um, I'm sure you'll read, right? What are you reading right now? Are you reading anything currently? Yeah, man. Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, so you know me, like I'm, I'm always reading a book. Once I finish one, I start another one immediately. Right now I'm reading a fictional piece set in a non-fictional time period. Uh, so you know that I love history. Uh, I'm reading a book called All the Light We Cannot See. It's based in World War II, uh, Paris, France, where and Germany. Um, where we have two stories, uh, well, actually three stories happening concurrently. And they do flashbacks uh, occasionally, where it's a young girl who is uh, who escaped uh, Paris uh, with her, or escaped one part of Paris with her dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and ultimately, a lot of bad things started happening. Uh, and another story is a German boy who got recruited by the Nazis, and he's trying to figure out his, his own path. The, the kind of... Um, underlying theme for both of them that brings them together is uh the young girl is blind she cannot see anything so for her surviving is at like not only priority for those are who those are uh, going through world war ii but Mm. hers is like maxed out peak like blind and having to survive that man that's that's next level uh and then the german boy is uh because again it's uh, he he serves as a kind of like a juxtaposition to her yeah he's he's able-bodied he can see but he specializes in radio waves, uh, trying to fix radios to be transmitter receiver and being able to help uh, uh, Nazi Germany at the time, right? Yeah. Um, and and their stories are starting to, while they're very very far apart, they're getting to a point of the story where they're realizing like how bad the situation is for both of them. Um, and then the third one is uh, the third the third story that's kind of the common thread is this this dude that is uh, looking out for the little girl has yeah. in possession a stone that he believes is very valuable and, and wants to capture that. So that's all I'll leave it to. It's all the light we cannot see. Damn good book. And I love it. So what about what you, man? You it, what would you rate it? Give it a letter grade. Oh, right now? I'm yeah. only halfway in, bro. Uh, it is an A double plus. Uh, oh, wow. Out of the books I've read this year, that is absolutely my number one book right now. Oh, wow. Damn. That's a high yeah. rating for... For a book, a double plus, you said. A double plus, the 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 author knows how to write. The suspension, man, uh, the moments where uh, you're feeling the characters and what they're doing, the description is just so good. Um, and yeah, you end up feeling because uh, I set myself for thirty minutes a day for reading. Once I hit the thirty minutes, bro, I want to go more. Like I want to keep reading. Um, oh yeah. But yeah, but what about you, man? Any any reading on your end? Yeah, I I just finished uh, Stephen King's Fairy Tale, oh. and um, you know I've read some of King's stuff before, uh, but this one this one was different, man. Let me tell you, this one was different. Uh, I'll I'll give you guys a quick rundown on Fairy Tale, uh, using beginning, middle, and end. So the beginning is great. Uh, I think the uh, introduction of the character, his uh, motivation. And uh, uh, not only just the main character, but other characters involved. I think that's great. The beginning is great. The middle part starts. The middle part starts to get a little bit weird, where uh, it, it, I think the writing loses steam, right? And I'm not going to say any. Spo- I'm not going to say any spoilers, so I'm not going to get into too much detail. But I'll say the middle part loses steam, and the end. And by the end, it just loses steam completely, and it's just very lackluster, right? Mm. Um, so overall, I give Fairy Tale by Stephen King uh, a C plus. 
Oh, okay. Uh, uh, Stephen King? Listen, yeah. Listen, listen. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me. Excuse, excuse, me, excuse me. me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, would I recommend it? Um, I think I would. But I don't think anyone should jump out of their bed or out of the seat for it. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Okay. All right. You were going to say something? I was going to ask you, like, the, that is, that's very... There's a lot of Stephen King's books and, and um, people over the, all over the world rave about his books. Uh, what uh, makes you say this one's a C plus without giving any spoilers? Um, so some of the works I've read before was like Under the Dome. Um, so that one was, I think I was, I was kept more in suspense the whole time I read that book, uh-huh. right? Uh, and, you know... I also read If It Bleeds, where it's just a bunch of four stories, four story, four short stories, and each story kind of leaves you a little bit of suspense, and it's, mm. it gives you some sense of weird and strange things. This one completely didn't have it. Well, I lie. The, again, the beginning part had that, but mm. then towards the end, it was just like, what, what, hap- what happened? Yeah. You know? um, but it, it's, a nice little, it's a nice little story. Uh, like, again, I said I would just give it a C+. Plus. I would recommend it, but don't jump out of the seat for it. Wait, do you think it'll be uh, adapted to TV one day? Uh, I think there was like an editor's note or an author's note somewhere in the end. And I think they said that it might be, or maybe, maybe I might have seen some reviews online where they're like, if it goes to TV or movie, uh, people will see it. And I could see it going there, but I don't know, man. It didn't, it didn't hit as hard as I, thought it wanted to, as I wanted it to do, you know? Yeah. And, and uh, speaking of TV and, and all of that, I think uh, all these books that are coming out, there's like an immediate license to, to immediately go into the movie production or TV show stage. Yeah. I mean, there always is, but I guess that's entertainment for you, right? Um, that's entertainment. And people just like to watch, people like to see things on the big screen and on the little screen. And uh, I wanted to ask you, do, do you watch TV at all, man? Do you binge or do you, are you a big TV watcher? Oh, shit. Well, let's, uh, let's define big TV watcher, first of all. Uh, uh, am I devoted to one show with, uh, with some self-control? Like, do I do that or do I binge? Personally, me personally, and this is as of late, uh, I like to take my time with any new series. Um, Secret Invasion is the one I've been sharing with you. Uh, Zom 100, which we'll get to here in just a moment. Uh, this is, oh, yeah. this is uh, the, the podcast about anyway. Um, and, and certain shows where I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take it one sh- episode at a time. Um, there was only one show in the history of ever that I did binge. Oh, shoot. Before I, before I uh, failed to mention, I wanted to give also credit to Ted Lasso that I did a halfway binge because the, the episode, the first four episodes were just so good. I binged them back to back to back. Wow. Um, so uh, that one's one. But the only one that I've binged back to back to back nonstop and got the series done in a week was uh breaking bad jesus fuck <laughs> damn <laughs> you know what you're not the only one I've, 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 to say that you know i think uh i think i might have heard fernando say that where he i think he binged breaking bad and then uh who else said it well was keeping up with it uh I think it might, consistently yeah, I think it like means- he every new episode and i think uh, at that point i was like eh, what is this breaking bad i really don't want to watch it once the series was over and you know me sometimes like it takes me a year to catch up to the popular stuff what was what was not popular is probably going to be like catching my ear next year um and that's when i binged uh breaking bad i was uh hooked on it like the first episode draws you in and it just doesn't let go it's it's really the seven uh seven seasons it's one just the entire huge movie. That's what it is. You know, I, I don't I don't really get people who fucking watch TV for really recreation. What? Like binging and shit. I don't I don't get it. How can anyone watch like how can you just sit down and watch Netflix, Amazon, Disney Plus, mm. Hulu, all this shit for hours and hours on end? It just it just blows my mind that it's, people can do that. I was like, what the fuck? Okay, then obviously you obviously you haven't watched Breaking Bad. No, I haven't. What? Haven't. You haven't watched Breaking Bad, bruh. Not one episode, bruh. You, you, I promise you, the first four episodes draw you in. It won't let go because then you go. I want to see what happens next. I want to see what happens next. I want to see what happens next, and it just goes. But before you know it, uh, you get to the the series finale, 
and you're like, wow, that, that was mind-blowing television. It, it's good. It's solid. But uh, come on, man. You, you, you really seriously find that odd that someone would be devoted to a, a shows or to, to particular genres that they're like, they want to just watch it over and over or watch it straight through. Um, wait, didn't you also start watching some animes or a couple animes? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think I mentioned last episode that I was, I started watching uh, One Piece and Evangelion. So, but but I lied. I, I meant to say I'm watching three right now, right? Or you're I've watching three right now. Uh, you're binging or you're, are you binging? No, no, or... no. I, I, I was taking it. Well, here, let me explain myself here. So I was watching three shows, uh, one being One Piece, Evangelion, and then Super Crooks. Uh, Super Crooks being the last one I watched. And I think I kind of binged it because I took it two episodes at a, two episodes at a time. Um, and do you consider that binging? Uh, yeah, I mean, th- there's a, like a little binge element to it. If you're doing two episodes, then there's a binge element to it. Um, so, I mean, I guess that's a, some type of binge, but I, I, didn't, I didn't finish the series back. You know, I didn't finish the series immediately. And, um, but I don't know, man, I, I can't bring myself to, cause look like one piece, I know it's an extremely long anime, so I'm not going to finish that. Uh, you know, I'm not going to binge that really not right now. Evangelion. Okay. I think there's, I think I could binge it, but I'm not going to, I'm taking it one episode at a time. And now that I think of it, wait, now that I, yeah, hold on. I'm lying. Now You're that I lying. think of it, there was a series I just finished. Well, I finished a while ago, and it was Naruto. Oh, Naruto. okay. Uh, Martha and her husband, Glenn, mm-hmm. challenged me to watch it. Okay. Uh, so Glenn argued that Naruto was better than Dragon Ball. So That's I the, blasphemy. I know, it sounds like blasphemy, so I took the challenge. Blasphemy. I said, you know what? Let me watch Naruto, uh, you know, and ship uh, Naruto, the kid one, and then ship it in, right? So let me watch both Narutos, and, um, and I'll be the judge of that. So okay. I binge the episodes like crazy. Okay. Right? Um, uh, so I watched Naruto, uh, Shonen Jump, and then Naruto, ship it in. And let me tell you, what an anime, dude. What a fucking show. Uh, the, original, the original Naruto... Uh, Shonen Jump, not so much due to fillers, but Shippuden is a fucking masterpiece, bro. A fucking masterpiece. And the music, hmm. and the music on Shippuden is just fucking insane. It's, it's so good. Okay. What, what is it about it that, um, what did you like about it? Uh, what, in your opinion, makes it, a, is it better than Dragon Ball? Uh, well, the story is riddled with riveting moments of sadness and pain, right? And that, ah. I guess that's what hooks the, the viewer. That creates that emotional link, that bond with the viewer of these characters that are experiencing so much sadness and pain. Um, and again, there's, because, there's so many characters with different perspectives and intentions and that it makes it really unforgettable. And the characters themselves are awesome, right? All the characters are unique. You know, and the villains, dude, the villains, the villains themselves make it worth it. Really? I I will say that, you know, I will say that the bad thing I didn't like about Shippuden, uh, that was kind of a letdown, was that it was, uh, the last episodes were kind of a, kind of lackluster. Like they could have done something with else, they could have done something else with that, with the ending, because everything was like, everything was just working right, right? They, They brought up. From the very beginning, they're like, hey, there's an ancient, uh, ancient enemy or an old enemy, and now uh, you know, we're, we're going to face this enemy. Mm-hmm. And then it's, it changes gears uh, towards the very end, and I didn't like that at all. Mm-hmm. But overall, it's a great anime. Eight out of ten, would recommend. And does it beat Dragon Ball? It does beat Dragon Ball by just a little. And Ooh. the reason I say that is, again... The villains just seal the deal for me in Naruto. They're th- they're that good, man. They're that good. The the heroes they're they're cool as fuck, but 
but the villains absolutely cool as fuck. Have you watched? Man, I I haven't I haven't watched. uh, I'm gonna be honest. Not a lot of Naruto on this end. Um, uh, If you're saying that Naruto, because not only the the characters and and the the protagonists make it good, I'm hearing you say villains that are 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 unforgettable. Uh, And I think if you apply that to any genre that where you make the villain unforgettable, it already elevates your whatever genre that you have, right? Whether yeah. it's uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe and Thanos uh, elevated. Uh, yeah. The um, Naruto, you're saying the villains, uh, that sounds elevated. Uh, where, where if you make the villain compelling a- enough and people get drawn in by the villain's uh, take or their story, then yeah, yeah. you're going to have a successful anime. But I haven't, be honest, I haven't watched uh, Naruto. I, I get the theme. It's ninja. It's, it's uh, people... Uh, a lot of characters uh, grappling with their own kind of self-doubts and uh, being uh, better than than the others. Um, that's as far as I go. Um, but I do, 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 do. Uh, I do, I do want to say, this also reminds me to compare and contrast to the previous animes we watched, like uh, mm. Super Campeones or Dragon Ball or Los Caballeros del Zodiaco. For those of you who don't speak Spanish, these are English uh, 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 the the English versions would be uh, Captain uh, oh, gosh Captain Sabiaka, um, and then uh, dra- obviously Dragon Ball Dragon Ball Z, and then Knights of the Zodiac. Uh, but I do remember or Saint Seiya, and Saint Seiya, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I do remember watching that with you and Jose. Uh, do you remember those shows, dude? Yeah, fucking core memory unlocked, bro. That's our fucking infancy right there, you know. Uh, Fucking shows like Super Campeones. Damn, that was, dude, that was such an awesome anime back then, especially since, since we were into soccer, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. Dude, watching watching Oliver and company go up there against uh, other teams and make crazy plays and crazy goals was just the fucking best. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm on the internet right now looking at the official English version of what, what was Super Campeones. It's Captain Subasa. Captain Subasta, also known as Super Campeones, uh, it was Oliver's journey, not to just make the his soccer team when he was little, but also to make the state team, whatever the equivalent of a state team is, the regional, and then ultimately be a uh, international player. Wow! So, well, man, for us, gro- for us growing up, that was a shit, man. That was watching uh, Oliver and Benji with that cat. <laughs> And I think I think we just all wanted to be one of those characters, right? Whether it's uh, Knights of who the did Zodiac. You want to be? Hey, who did you want to be, Benji or Oliver? Uh, Benji. I wanted to be a goalkeeper, man. Uh, I think I, I remember uh, even in uh, middle school and in elementary how badly I wanted to be a goalkeeper because of that anime. I, I think I would agree with you. I think I liked Benji's character a lot more. He had a lot more. Dev- I think Jose got gravitated toward Oliver because he was main protagonist. Uh, stealing the show, absolutely. Uh, he was just learning from the game, and that's very much I, w- I would attribute that to Jose. He just likes to oh, learn. Oh, yeah, very much. Um, the leader type, right? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. But uh, yeah, man, de- definitely a fucking core memory unlocked with those, with those, um, with those animes. Uh, uh, fucking Los Caballeros del Zodiaco will probably be the best anime for me, at least, or for us, right? Mm hmm. I mean, the concept and the characters are just amazing. Uh, you got armored knights based on the Zodiac constellations, and their powers are also based on the Zodiac constellation. And it was just, it was just amazing for us. You know, it was something huge, and it was something cool that we wanted to be them too. You know, we wanted to make up armor and wear it and be out there. Yeah. You know, <laughs> in the backyard, thinking we're, you know, you know throwing punches with uh, Meteoros de Pegaso. You know. Yeah, yeah. But uh, listen, I think mine, my favorite characters from Saint Seiya or Caballeros del Zodiaco, I think it were the brothers, man. I think it was the brothers, Shonde Andromeda, and of course, Iki de Phoenix. Those were my favorite characters, man. Is that where you derive? Is is that where you derive your username for Instagram? Oh yeah, oh yeah, no doubt. See, the influence still is still there. I figured. Who was your favorite? Who was your favorite? Uh, Dragon Shiryu. Uh, love the character. 
Man, you sent me you sent me a uh, a model. I still have it. It's still in in, in my uh, in my room in my closet. I have it up there. Um, a collectible. I'm never taking it out of the box ever. Uh, but uh, yeah, Dragon Shiryu, definitely top. I think he's the better one out of all those uh, of all the warriors. But that's just me, my opinion. Um, he's just tough as nails, and he's very defensive uh, type of fighter. There's a meme for him though. What's what's the meme? That he's always fucking bleeding. Uh, oh my god! I think I've seen those. I think I've seen those. He's always either bleeding and he poked out his eyeballs. You know. Oh, he's they show him blind sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, but I, I think out of all of them, he's probably the most mature and most stoic one. I think. I, I like the scenes with him uh, with his master uh, learning how to uh, meditate uh, and become stronger. The waterfall always comes to mind, like. Um, the, the waterfall scenes uh, where he's just like being in tune with himself, those always come to mind. Yeah. Dude, I think with that anime, I think the most memorable, uh, the most memorable arc or saga was uh, 12 Houses, right? Mm. Yeah, I think that's what drew us in is uh, I think we got, we, we, we walked in into the middle of that and had to kind of, we were hoping that because it aired in Spanish, we would hope yeah. it would, and we did, we caught got glimpses of it when it could go right back to the beginning and then it would go to the 12 houses arc. So yeah, those were always fascinating. And hey, also that fucking intro song, damn. Unstoppable that song. Yeah. Unstoppable. Do we, do we link it on, on this podcast episode so people can listen to it? Sure. We will look it out there for folks. Maybe you should put both Spanish versions, the the Espanoles and uh, Mexicano version. Okay, I'll I'll put it out there. I'll put it out there. Um, But hey, 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 this reminds me. What's up? So we've been we've been talking to anime. We've been uh, we've know some anime. And even now, growing up, uh, we watch occasionally some anime. Uh, Would it be possible to create a top five list for animes? Ah, fuck, dude, you know. Out of all the things that I'm afraid to do, this would be one of them. Creating a top five list. That's one hell of a fucking Herculean task. And it's fucking with earth shattering proportions, right? Oh, Uh, yeah. The anime fans will come after us if we don't get this right. And look, normally I wouldn't be, uh, I wouldn't be, you know, (laughs) afraid or intimidated by any fucking fandom. Right. No, fuck you. But, uh, <laughs> oh man, why are you doing this to us, man? Hey, 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 if we could, if we could do music critiques, if we could do movie critiques, we can definitely rank animes. You're right, you're right. But I don't know, man. I don't think we can. I mean, we haven't. I haven't, at least haven't. I haven't really watched that many animes. I don't know. Have you? I've watched some we, here and there. Yeah. I mean, shit, I mean, I know we already talked about some of them, but. Uh, I think we just watched like the main ones, right? Like the mainstream shit, Dragon Ball, okay, uh, Naruto, fucking things like that. But I don't know to make a top five list. Fuck, are you willing to do this list right now? Yeah, if we're gonna do, uh, let's do this. What's yes, up? let's let's do the list. Here okay. are the rules. All right, your top five, no cop outs, like in no certain order. This is a mix of my best. We're not gonna do that. Okay, you're gonna go from. What you think is uh, the anime you feel like is the one that you will watch because you still like it to the the one that you say, you know what, number one, I'll watch it every single time. I can put this thing on repeat. It won't bother me. So I'll even make it easier. I'll say throw in an honorable mention and to elevate this thing a little bit further, an overrated segment, like I'll give it a chance or this is just too overrated for me. So uh, yeah, what do you think? Fuck. All right. I, I mean, I guess, man, but you lead the way first. Okay. All right. Top five. Here we go. Dragon Ball classic without the Z on the end or GT or any other super. No, just Dragon Ball classic. That anime uh, with uh, Goku uh, starting off as a child, well executed, wonderfully done. And uh, I, I thought it, it brought more out of Goku's character for that. Okay. <clears throat> I can see that. That's a, that's a good pick. Solid. So number five. Number four, Inuyasha. I get it. People are going to come after me and say, oh, but it's not that action-y. I mean, it has action action scenes. I loved it for the story. There's uh, there's the uh, compelling story between uh, Inuyasha, his love interest, 
and the main villain of the of the story. Uh, and People also are gonna this hate cast. This. I've never watched Inuyasha, man. Sorry. I mean, it, it, it's all right. It's all right. Like I haven't watched Naruto, so uh, uh, Naruto is not even my top five. Not even in my top ten. Okay. So number three, Yu Yu okay. Hakusho. Dude, I remember watching the show early high, uh, late high school into college, uh, and this uh, the the show was just amazing. Uh, I love the the style, the 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 take on the spirit world, which is phenomenal. Number two is one that I'm I'm yet to finish, Attack on Titan. I binged that one for a little bit. Uh, Attack on Titan is fantastically made. Uh, I love the kind of zombie-esque take almost of these giants that come and kill people. Uh, pretty good pretty good uh, take. And then number one, still in my book, uh, Caballeros del Zodiaco or Saint Seiya, for those of you. Uh, number one in my book. Uh, definitely tops of all time. I think it's just be, out of nostalgic reasons, it's my number one. My honorable mention, a... a Anime that I just recently started watching, and me and Junior watch it um, now. Every time an episode comes out, I'm like, I wait for him to watch it with because yeah. uh, I don't want to get too far ahead. Um, and it's only three episodes in right now. It's called Zom 100, a bucket list of the dead. And it's hey, uh, I watched that one the other day. It, it has a very interesting premise, right? Like uh, where where the zombie apocalypse, a lot of people would be like, I'm going to prepare. You know, if it's, if you see it coming, you got to start survival mode. It starts with this guy already giving up on life uh, his brain is so like overworked that the moment the zombie apocalypse happens his first thought is i don't have to go to work anymore like that's it yeah <laughs> that's the premise yep <laughs> so now he has a bucket list of things he wants to do before he's turned into a zombie that's how he's approaching life he's like before i turn into a zombie here's the 100 things i want to do before i get there but the premise is that he 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 went into the workforce thinking, yes, I'm gonna be, I'm working, I'm I'm a new guy, I'm gonna yep. get this done. And then over the uh, span of three years, he almost feels like he's becoming a zombie. Uh, uh, I guess just metaphorically speaking, he feels like a zombie. He's like, man, it's draining my life away. Yeah. And then when the when the apocalypse actually happens, the zombie apocalypse actually happens, he's like, wait, I don't have to go to work today. Yeah. Like that, for him, that was that was it. For him, that, that was, was the moment. Question. That was the moment. It's like, I don't have to go to work anymore. And he felt liberated. It was, it was a good, it's a good little anime. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a good, I guess that would be a good honorable mention. That's a good one. So, so far, that, that's my, yeah. And then finally, I'm, I'm going to have the anime oh, fandom yeah. come after me with this one. You ready? The One Piece. One oh, Piece my. is overrated. One Piece is come overrated. At me. My handle is at Professor Rivas. Damn, bro! You you want them to come swinging at you? You want them to come swinging at you? Tell me the story. Tell me that the tell tell me. I've watched the episodes. All tell me it has a good story. You have. I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced. Well, I'm I'm only a handful in right now, right? Like I said, I'm I'm watching this one, kind of slowly. I'm taking my pace on it, and I don't like the animation. And right now I'm just kind of watching for story and characters. So I really couldn't tell you what I think of it right now. What I will say, and I think everyone should know this by now about me, is I really don't like main characters. They fucking annoy me. Okay. Okay. But damn, One Piece is overrated, huh? Overrated. You heard it. Damn, Juan. <laughs> All right, man. You got my list. I'm handing it over to you. All right. Let me start off the list. My top five, starting with honorable mentioned. Uh, I'm going to say Full Metal Alchemist. That's a good choice. That's a good choice. Yeah. It's a good anime. It's fucking, it gets you, right? Like most animes, it gets you, it grabs you. It grabs you by the balls. <laughs> and you just can't stop watching it. It's so good. The characters, you know, the brothers, they're just amazing. And the things that, their, their story, their background story, it's just... Uh, Damn, it's riveting, and you want to you want to cheer for them, right? You want to, and you will. Um, it's that good. Um, in fifth place now, fifth place, I got Dragon Ball. I think that's where it belongs, right? You and I came up with the same list. So, Dragon Ball Classic or Dragon Ball Z? Let's uh, clarify. Dragon Ball Classic, yeah, Kid okay. Goku, uh, that story. Uh, so, again, like you, it's classic. We enjoyed watching. So, there's a bit of bias there, but 
Uh, it has a better storyline. It has a better storyline. I'm it just going to say it. It does. And all the characters were cool. Like, even Yamcha was cool in there. <laughs> and then they just nerfed him. Yeah, they just, yeah, everybody's just. Anyway, moving on. Number four, Akira. Akira. Is that what the famous TikTok meme that's going around? Akira, Akira. Yeah, that one. Um, so it was because of that meme that I was like, I'll give it a shot. What the hell is this about? Yeah. And I watched it and I was blown away by it. Like, so is it a series or a movie? It's a movie. Well, uh, it's a manga, right? Like most things is a manga. Um, and I think it's like a six, six or seven book. I could be wrong. Someone could correct me if they want to, but it's, it's a large manga and they condensed it to, I think using just two, two or three of the books to make this movie. And so everybody can just get the gist. Um, but it's about a kid who gets, you know, it's about a banker. It starts off with the bank, biker gangs against each other. And this kid gets in, into an accident or something happens to him and he gets gifted with some uh, psychic ability and powers. And because he's, gift, because he's gifted or, or given this power, he, he goes on to, I guess, cause havoc in the city. And he's a... So, a little bit of backstory on him. He's, he's like a young kid. He's always, he's a young kid. And because of that, he gets treated like the little brother. So he wants to show something of himself. And that's why he goes on an attack. And I won't spoil too much, but Akira, number four. Uh, number three, Death Note. Uh, I don't think I have to say much about this one. I think it speaks for itself. It's a great, it's a great story about good and evil, I think. Or the, I guess the protagonist and antagonist their version or their perspective of good, good and evil. And uh, I enjoyed it, right? I enjoyed it to the end. It was a really good anime. Uh, number two, I got Naruto. Again, like I mentioned, it's just, it's just, it's a very good story. I like the Shinobi world that they created. I don't like Naruto. I think he's a little bitch. I don't like his story. Oh, no. Yeah, you can come after me with this one. So, you know, all the Naruto the, fans the, are coming yeah, at you. He comes off, you know, the, the whole Naruto thing is that he had nothing, right? He grew up with nothing. He started with nothing. Everybody treated him badly. But, like, if he, if he did any self-reflection at all, right, uh, he, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't think that of himself. And, like, for most of Shonen Jump and even in Shippuden, he's like, well, I never had anybody. It's like, man, what a bitch. You know, this guy's a bitch. That's why I hate main characters. And there's a running there's a running meme uh, on this is where I guess it's called Tagno Jutsu, is where if once Naruto's getting his ass kicked, he talks to the enemy and says, "Hey, you and I, we're alike, but nobody likes us. You know why are we doing this?" And it just gets like to he gets into like little psychoanalyst with these enemies that he can't beat, and for that reason, I, I fucking hate and loathe Naruto the character. I love the show, hate the character, hmm. uh, but. I put it on number two just because of the story it follows and the villains. Uh, and again, so now number one, Caballeros del Zodiaco or Saint Seiya. Again, kind of like you, I'm going to go off of uh, nostalgia and some bias here. And um, let's see, my overrated or I'll give it a shot. I'm saying, I'm underlining, I'll give it a shot because that's what I'm doing right now. And it's one piece. So I'm going to try to finish at least the first, uh, I guess the first, what would you call it, series of this One Piece. I think it's like 400 some plus episodes. So I'm going to try to do this one. I'm going to give it a shot, man. Um, so I'm not going to try to jump into too much stuff with this one. But right off the bat, I can tell you, I don't like the animation style. And I hope I grow to like the characters because that's what I like seeing in animes. Okay. Right. So there you have it. My top five. There you go. And, uh, but, you know, our, our reluctance to give a list like this, it makes me, it makes me think of something, dude. And, it, and it's something that we already talked about on this podcast. What's that? So correct me if I'm wrong, but am I just seeing things that aren't there or what? You what know? do you mean? Uh, let me explain. So remember when we were kids and we were told, uh, and we told people, hey, you know, I watch anime. And we get ridiculed on the spot, you know, and labeled as nerds and uncool for that, just because we liked anime. Oh man, yeah. And oh, so yeah. the so, funny so, thing so... now is that 
uh, anime is popular, right? Kids it's don't get super bullied. popular. Yeah, killers don't. They, these kids don't get bullied as much for it anymore. Uh, not like us, where we said, "Hey, I like anime, fucking nerd," right? Um, right. Uh, and here's my concern, and where it ties to last episode. Things like this wouldn't this eventually lead, or wouldn't this eventually cause the same problem we see with comic books? The problem of the fandom, you know, where eventually you get motherfuckers to start gatekeeping. And just start being obnoxious as fuck, just to be obnoxious, you know. They're they're ruining they're ruining an art because they want to be obnoxious and they can't they can't see anything else other than what they see when it comes to the the art. I, I think one you're 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 hitting on a couple points is one the people that didn't get a chance to watch anime now years later are going you know what this stuff is not too bad and so they're like you know what it was. Uh, maybe a part the weren't wasn't a part of their childhood but now they're getting maybe uh, some slight enjoyment out of it and then i think about the folks that were bullied because of as a result and then became this this toxic gatekeeping fandom that said you know what we were ridiculed for this we were bullied because of this so we we are now going to show you because you want to enter this realm we're going to gatekeep it and tell you what is a quality anime and what's not they'll scoff right if you say Mm -hmm. Uh, I like uh, me and Junior. We we really love the Seven Deadly Sins. The, I will. I bet I will get nerds who will scoff at that. And I think you and I, growing up, uh, being told it was uncool to like anime and all that—that's unfortunate. Uh, whatever. I don't think it let us affect us because we still showed a lot of love to the the artwork, the style, the stories that come out of it. Uh, we became the type of fans. I think I'm. I'm assuming. Uh, I, I can only speak for myself. Is that when another person jumps into anime, we welcome them fully and say, look at all the stories that uh, anime has. That also goes for comic books. Like I'm not, I hope I'm not one to turn a fan away and say, you weren't there day one. So you don't get to enjoy this. I hope we're, I hope we're not doing that. Um, So, but I'm glad you're talking about this because it is a little bit of a callback from the previous podcast episode uh, about people trying to enjoy a genre and then you you have two divergent um, two two sides to this is the people that bully and the p- people that were bullied now feeling like they have to you know gatekeep this one genre or gatekeep a yeah. thing. Um, what I don't understand, what if, if I may, what I don't understand is how people can be, especially the uh, I guess the older school anime nerds, how they can be so militant about uh, their their perception and their opinions on anime as if they're the, as if they're the king and queens of anime, you know, I'm not going to justify, I can see how, but I'm not going to justify why they do it. Um, Yeah. Yeah. The the how is uh, they feel like they've devoted a lot of time to it. They were ridiculed. They they've gone through the quote unquote fire, right. To, to really devote their fandom to it. Us casual fans, me and you who I assume, again, I'm, I'm putting this out there that I don't know a lot about. Yes, I've known you all your life, but I don't know how devoted of a fan you are to anime. Me, it's like I watch it occasionally. I'm a casual fan. Yeah. Same um, same not same not as hardcore as I once was uh, in high school. Yeah. Uh, and I think when when we talk about anime and we know what spaces are good where you could talk about anime, it, like, yeah, it's cool. We vibe. Uh, and then there's spaces where, you know, it's like, yeah, the, the vibe is not here for anime. It's for something completely different. Anyway, all of that to say this is that uh, I think there's still a lot of work to be done in not only the comic book spaces, the anime spaces, the spaces where people have felt marginalized for a long time and now feel like this is strict and this is militant. Now we have to keep it the way it is versus those the casual fans who we've been bullied, gone through the experience, but still say, you know what, this is still a great thing that people can enjoy. We should allow people to enjoy it. And let's not be so hardcore about canon and what is it, what is and isn't uh, considered anime uh, or not anime, but uh, what's what's considered good or quality anime, right? That yeah. that's not that's not what we do here. So, um, for those of you listening, if you've never listened to or heard or watched any anime or any any mangas or read any mangas or any other like that, uh, we say to you, good luck on your journey. Have fun exploring that genre. Uh, we welcome you with open arms. This is a forum for you to also discuss it. So uh, you uh, feel like you want to talk about uh, cer- certain topics with us. 
leave us a comment. Leave us a, a message. Uh, tell us that you want to be on the podcast and maybe we can have you on. And so you could talk about a series that we didn't get to touch on. Absolutely. I think um, if anything, uh, maybe you could, uh, anyone out there listening, maybe you could uh, see our list and maybe share your list, your top five with us. I mean, I Absolutely. think that I think would be more than open to listen to some suggestions of what to watch and, um, you know, be grateful to, to see your perspective. Absolutely. So look, again, to me, it's important that we continue pushing back against the toxic fandom and accept those who do not know about anime or want to explore it. So again, you all, this is a, a safe and welcoming, welcoming space. Uh, will we get to shoot the shit a little bit with what, what we talk about? Absolutely. Um, also know that, right, we we will never just uh, say that uh, this one anime is not welcome. We we want to hear about it. We want to hear about what, what uh, series that you suggest. Uh, absolutely. So I'll just say, we got to keep pushing back on the toxic fandom and transform the f- fandom from the inside. Yeah, man. Very profound words. Uh, some real shit. Um, I think everybody should uh, devote themselves some time to do some inward reflection. And uh, like I always said, you know, it's important to realize your realization of reality. Uh, I think if everyone gets to work on raising their own individual levels of consciousness, I think it'll be for the better. And it's important to strive to be aware. Uh, I think that's I think that's the key here, is striving to be aware of not only yourself, but others around you. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bulletin of Atomic Scientists currently has the Doomsday Clock at 90 seconds to midnight. Let's make every effort to be conscious of one another. Please like, share, and subscribe to the Fifth Dimension Podcast on Podbean, Spotify, and Amazon Music. The Fifth Dimension Podcast is Fernando Rivas, consultant and contributor. Jose Rivas, consultant and contributor. Luis Rivas, script supervisor, music composer and performer and co-host. Juan Rivas, producer, editor, and co-host. The Fifth Dimension Podcast is a production of the Authentic Voices Network, LLC.